What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN? What's up? This is Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Like, like energy. <laughs> yeah, we're all kind of down today. It's kind of yeah. Maybe quarantine's getting to us. Could very well be. I mean, for me, this is what's this week? Beginning of week three. It'll be week three officially tomorrow for me. Yeah, I'm on I'm on week four right now. I don't know. Am I week two? Am I the least? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what what are you basing yours on? Did you did you go into quarantine before we went, Florida? Yeah, we went into quarantine. Well, wait. I'm sorry. We I was, went in, oh, I was, are you talking to E? Yeah, I was talking to E. Like, did you go? Oh, okay. Did you actually take it more? Not that you weren't taking it serious, but did you actually apply it more when you the governor said, "Yo, it's time." No, nah, our mayor was saying it early on. Oh, that's right. On. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. remember, I don't know how long ago, whenever I, that time that I told you guys we went to the park and then they came running to clutch shut the park down after that, we were like, yeah, this, we're definitely on quarantine oh, now. okay. That was like two weeks ago, I think. So it's been two weeks. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And then, yeah. hey, four weeks? Damn. Yeah, well, we had our official shutdown was like three weeks ago, but then... My wife and my son had gotten sick the week yeah. before. <laughs> now there was a fly. Was it? Oh, <laughs> I was trying to change our minds about something. Um, yes, it was three weeks. Right. <laughs> it was like three weeks ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, so we just so we had pulled him out of school because everything everything was already starting to get paranoid and you know and everyone was like knowing that shit was getting a little bit more realer so. Like we pulled him out of school that week because he was coming down with something. And then, you know, we just didn't go anywhere. And then all of a sudden, the like, the legal lockdown happened. So, how, yeah. How, um, because I, I can remember it for myself, but I wonder how you guys took it. Because, um, you know, we, I, I think all of us are kind of balanced in this respect where we're not necessarily quick to panic, right? We kind of have, like, a... We kind of assess the situation. A lot of the things we hear, we probably don't necessarily believe all that much until, you know, kind of now, right, where shit is, like, hectic and you kind of see that it's real. Um, when it, when was it that you guys actually, well, you know, I guess the weeks determined that, but when did it really become like, oh, shit, okay, I'm taking the right steps, even though you may have not really necessarily believed or felt all the way 100% like you should be, pulling your kid out of school even you know prematurely before the state might and that kind of thing is that what you did k yeah 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was out for about a week prior to when the school shut down, just because he was starting to come down with something, and uh, oh, okay. and and we were also just starting to get a little paranoid because. You know, it was like every day it just seemed there were more cases popping up thing, you know, people and still the 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 problem still is now is that no one really knows how it's spread, what you know, what you should and shouldn't yeah, do. And know, so man. it's like you start hearing all this kind of stuff. So yeah, I think we were we I think we were preparing ourselves for, you know, where we're at right now. But was it difficult earlier. for you to like fight the tough guy? I, I call it tough guy for lack of a better phrase, but like, um, like I, I remember when we had Rusty on, right? Rusty Jooks. Yeah. And he we had saying like we should we should have him back on. Yeah. See what things <laughs> right. look like now. But like I, yeah. I was f- up until maybe just before that episode, I was kind of thinking the same. It was kind of like yo, whatever. Like it, it's happening, but it, it can't be that serious, right? Because we still, I mean, we don't know a ton right now, but we know more. Than we did then, um, but then like immediately after that episode, I was like, "Nah, bro, this shit is like for real, for real." And yeah, I, got, I was, bef- I was feeling it before that. I was canceling trips because I was because I was like looking at where I was going, and 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 I could see that even if there was like nine cases, right. I started thinking like, mm, "Do I really?" <laughs> you know, but but were I- you canceled? Because remember, I canceled some stuff too and yeah. were, were you canceling because of getting sick or were you canceling i mean obviously no you know we, we want to be careful as far as getting sick but were you canceling because of like travel restrictions might come into play and there might be issues with travel that's what really had me canceling stuff for me it was more like obviously i don't want to get sick it was uh, a combination of not bringing something back to my family right. even if Got i it. didn't get sick you could still transfer it right yeah because so i didn't I, I was I wanted to be mindful of that and then also thinking about like where I was traveling and if they were going to start shutting down flights or if they're going to, you know, shut down borders or whatever the case. I don't want to get stuck out there. So that's the wild card with this whole shit. It's you could be a carrier and not have any fucking symptoms and then boom, you get home and you kill your whole family. Like, right. That's I mean, is... I don't think that's happened. So let's just be careful saying okay, that. Too. Sorry, but. There's, there is a case in New Jersey where many members of a family actually died with some right. I was reading about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, it was like three or four family members. Yeah. But like, what was like, like when you say family, I'm thinking like a whole family unit. It was like it was like mom, brother, sister type scenario. Yeah, immediate family members. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like cause I guess I'm. I, I don't know all the facts exactly, but basically they got together for a family dinner <clears throat> and then one, you know, somebody had it, didn't know, boom, came in and, you know, but in a matter it, of days or weeks, it was. Can it was I, pl- can I play like a weird devil's advocate to all this? Um, and again, I, I got to be careful because I, so just, just to not make light of it, but to give a little bit of explanation, um, so, you know, like in Drink Champs, we kind of have some in the bank and then release them later on. And so we we haven't been f- filming or recording and been releasing what we had in the stash, which were recorded, you know, several weeks ago, if not a couple months ago. So the one we just released, you know, this is when the coronavirus is still in China. It's starting to, to buzz in terms of what's going on in China. So, you know, I'm making jokes on the episode of like that the tiger bone is liquid corona. Oh, virus. shit. 
right? And I mean, look, I still think it's funny to a degree. So right. I've I've gotten very little, but I've gotten a couple. The 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 couple of people that are pissed are like, motherfucker, you making jokes of this shit? Like going ham, like yeah, fuck this shit, yo, this shit. You know, like they got beef with me over that. Look, I I hear yeah, I understand that, but this is okay. So this is what, what I really wanted to say. How much is this? And and again, I'm probably gonna get somebody talking shit to me about this. But for example, gun violence, uh, car accidents, or the regular flu, if they were to put it in our face every day, say how many people are dying, how how contagious it is, how many people get it, if the kids go to school and all the kids get it, when the kid goes back home, the parents get it. If you have pre condition, you know, pre whatever condition that you could die of it. Like, how much of it, of this is it is it not, you know, a little bit I don't know, it just feels a little surreal to me. Like it feels like you know the I think you know the big difference in my mind and and I think you're right. I mean, it's definitely there's uh, like I have to stop myself from looking at any news sometimes cuz it's just and you know, it's like overload of bad right. news after bad news. Um I think the big difference between all of that even with like gun violence or anything is that there's as of right now there's no cure for this. Right, like the flu, there's, there's a vaccine. No, well, I guess for, the vaccine for, for for you know for like uh, violence or that kind of you know there are you know people could have some more damn sense and stop where people could stop I guess selling it's, it's, guns it's or not, whatever. You know, humans not having control. Like with gun right. violence, you could yeah. potentially shoot the guy or defend right. yourself or run or whatever or pass yeah, legislation. Like there there are potential outcomes that we can foresee if we did certain things to eliminate no, no, I mean, the risk. I get it. I'm just playing devil's advocate because when if you sit down and you think about it, you're like, if the news were to put in my face every single day all the statistics of people dying daily, of oh yeah, like I said, sure. car accidents or or, or of uh, or of gun violence, just let's just say those things. Um, you'd be like, this is a fucking epidemic. Yeah. This is crazy. We need to stop it. We need to self isolate and find out what's going on and really like. Look at until Congress or whoever gets these laws right. Like, that's how much action we would take because that's like how many people are dying daily on this. But and then here we have this. But I do get it. I understand it completely. Why? Like, I'm not I'm definitely not fighting it or promoting that people don't self-isolate. But for the motherfuckers that got mad at me, fuck you, because at the end of the day, I still believe in like, you know, like you should be able to joke about pretty much damn near anything. It's a fucking, you know, like. Like, you know, if you know the person's intentions and you know what, what they're really about, like, that that to me, like, fuck that, man. Like, don't don't get mad at me because you think that all of a sudden, what, you think I fucking was dissing your man that may have got coronavirus? Like, no, bro. Like, obviously not, man. I don't think it's funny on the ground. Right. But I have a comedy show and, and we're making light of it. Plus, it was done way before, you idiot. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's the big thing, right? Like, um, I don't think if we're real with each other and our, you know, just people listening and, and ourselves here, we weren't taking it that serious when you guys were recording that episode, right? Like, we were semi-aware, but like everybody, until that shit hits you very closely, right. you're, then not, you, you, you're not really yeah, fucking with funny it about there. it anymore. Right. I mean, just, right. Think, just think back to, like, SARS some years ago. I mean, because it wasn't here in the U.S., right. like, we didn't really think... You know, we were like, oh, you read about it. Like, all right, it's an epidemic. People are dying. It's, you know, and, but you're thinking, I hope it doesn't come here and it's not really touching us. So it's like, eh, you know. Yeah, it's an afterthought. 
It's yeah. like, yeah, it's happening over there to those people. Like that's right. that's how you feel, and that's I think that's normal human nature. You know, I get I get especially now present day. This is what the end of March, March thirty first was when we're recording. Now, if if I'm if I'm UE, I probably wouldn't have made that you know made that comment at you know if we knew mean? now. No, absolutely not. That's what I'm, saying. what I'm saying. So like to your, to your same point, it's like, come on, like people got to ease up because reality is maybe a lot of people don't even realize that you guys pre-record these things weeks in advance. Like there are right, people right. that don't. No, don't no. I mean, know. I'm sure I'm definitely the couple of buffoons that hit me up about it. Let me not call them buffoons because obviously they're being impacted and yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going through some shit that to the point where it's emotional for them. But I, I just think like it's like, you know, whatever. I'm like you're, you're picking the wrong fight with the wrong person. Go fucking hit up President Clownface and figure out with him what's going on. <laughs> how's that? How's that homeschooling going? Um, all praise is due to my wife. <laughs> she is She's holding it down. Yo. Impeccable. Like she was screaming at them a little while ago, and I was gonna go upstairs and like be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" But I was like, "You know what? Nah, this is this needs to happen because this is natural. You know, this is an additional level of stress that we feel across the board. But her more because she's kind of managing and organizing everything. So it's it's hard because the day never are ends. They falling in line? Are they? Are they? Are yeah. they like pushing back on things? Dog, do you know who we are? <laughs> They're, they got no other choice but to fall in line. Well, what I what I mean is, I mean, I assume they're eventually going to do it. But I mean, is it is it like, is it like negotiating? Like, do we really have to do this right now, or is, are they just going into it? No, I'll give. You, so the most difficult of the bunch um, that actually goes to regular school is my son. So this is my son, and then my yeah. eldest daughter. They actually attend re- real school. Right. Um, my son is a big time negotiator, um, so the to the extent that he negotiates is really very basic. He'll be like, "Oh, come on, why do I have to do this now?" And then real quick, be like, "That's a, that's an exact impersonation. That's almost literal. <laughs> impression, <of him. laughs> almost literal." And then we'll be like, "No, that's cool. Um, no device." And now in this day and age, no device. Right. That's that's practically death, right? So right away, he changes tune, gets to work, all done. So, yeah, there's a little bit of pushback, but it's almost insignificant in, in the grand scheme. And my eld- my elder one, she's not playing no games. She's she actually so they're the way they're doing it in New York. Well, at least in where I live, they're giving them almost like um, they wouldn't say this, but they're kind of giving them like a week's worth of work ahead of time, almost. Okay. And my daughter, she like powers through most of it for you know, the early part of the week, and has more free time as a result. So, so for her, are they gonna collect? Are they gonna collect that work? Yeah, they collect would, it. They, oh, they, they really? They yeah. do? Yeah. So she has to scan it and then PD, you know, send the PDFs right to the teacher. Huh. Yeah. And what? How are you guys faring with uh, screen time in this quarantine situation? Out the window. We're 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 losing the battle, man. We never really had a battle. We kind of just let them win this shit from even pre-corona. But right. now it's just like fuck everything. Just like yo, <laughs> make, make sure y'all get to bed by ten thirty. That's basically what we say. <laughs> How about you, Kay? 
Um, yeah, it's not too. I mean, it's lenient, definitely. Um, it's not. It's not. He's not glued to it twenty four seven. But it's definitely. It's definitely probably a little bit more, just because some of the stuff. Some of the stuff he's doing, even school wise, is screen related. Like we'll print things out, but at the same time, um, like if there's like math, these math video games and stuff like that, then it's screen time. Or even when he want, like we do like a art class or something, you know, he'll find some. He likes to do these how to videos on YouTube, and they show you how to draw stuff, and he'll get like sucked into that. Mm. So it's still screen related, but I mean, it's not like he's it's just educational. Zom- yeah, it's or zombied out, but, creative. Uh, but I'm not like, uh, I mean, look, at the end of the day, um, you know, more power to everyone who's got their own views on keeping the screens at bay and all that kind of stuff. Um, I definitely don't want them just like zoned out 24 seven, but at the same time, I mean, you know, we're in the house, like <laughs> we got, you know, there's gotta be some downtime for, for everyone. Right. Yeah. I could tell yeah, you this, tough. like for for us, my kids, even the smallest one, they all tend to gravitate toward educational programming on these devices for like organically, like it's not forced upon them. Outside of obviously curriculum based stuff, but um, it's really interesting to me when my son comes to me and he'll be like, "Did you know this fact about this person?" Like historical figures he'll come with, or you know. He's real. He really loves like math, so he'll come to me and be like, "Oh, I just learned that you know a hundred times a hundred is a thousand, you know, whatever, right?" Mm-hmm. And so he he always does that, and then it's always a cascading effect, which is what what I I love about have you know siblings and their connection. Even though my eldest, she's thirteen, this next one up is is going to be seven. That's a pretty wide gap as far as age goes. But they pick up the cues from the eldest on down. So each one subconsciously is picking up, is basically being role modeled by the one above them. And so it's a really interesting dynamic to, to see play out in real life when it comes to, like, how they behave with, with this situation, right? So, like, they're on their screens mm-hmm. a lot. And my, the baby, she, she's ecstatic. Right now my wife is, like, helping her write her name. She's she's four. So she's like writing her name and she's like excited. And then here comes my son and he's like, Oh, let me teach you how to write the word bib. And and he gets into it. And then my eldest You're gonna go in the wrong direction right there for a <laughs> <laughs> So they kinda all play off each other, which is really interesting and, and for us is really, we're proud of that because um it, it all starts with the eldest and you know, like I often mention on the podcast. I feel like in, in the grand scheme, she had it the toughest because she was the learning curve at the end of the right. day. Um, but it's paying off in, in spades with the rest of them. Well, I did make a uh, kind of a, a mental note and then something to do in front of my son, which was um, it was something my wife had said a while back. is Because, you know, the screens are so prevalent. And, I mean, we use them all the time as well. Like we're, We use them for work. I mean, I find myself um, reading books on them as well, just because of the ease of you know you find a book, you download it instantly, and I can and I can read. But you know, it's not like 
my son necessarily knows that I'm reading a book. You know, he's just, he, you know, looking at me, he's like, oh, you're, you're on your phone again. You know, that kind of thing. So, um, so what did she, she had mentioned one time about like, it's important that he sees us actually reading physical books. Mm. Cause you know, that this is like monkey see monkey do type type yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. So, um, so like this morning at breakfast, instead of me like reading one of my books or, or reading the news on my phone, I went and grabbed a book that I had been like a physical book that I've been trying to finish or at least get back into and brought that to the table. And you know, that's, that'll be my new thing is like at least letting him see reading physical books because he's got books as well. And, and you know, but he might want to default to reading books on some of these scholastic websites that the school sending through where I'd rather have, you know, have him read the physical books as just a, a source of, you know, like as an alternative for watching a show on, on, on the iPad. So I think, you know, just by reinforcing, showing him that I'm reading a book for enjoyment, mm-hmm. you know, he might, he might do the same as well. Yeah. So that I think that's the, the that's the that's the, the that's lesson. the move on on this end. You just made me feel terrible because my daughter's seeing me on the phone, and now she's obsessed with. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it's the all, phone or the yeah. computer. She's obsessed with like this whole YouTube thing and watching stuff on the YouTube. And now what she's been doing that's been crazy is because now I have the the Apple Watch. Oh, okay. And now she goes crazy trying to oh, mess yeah. with it. And yeah, she apple. gets like she goes crazy. Like I had to take it off today. It was the first time I took it off and just threw it away. <laughs> like threw it somewhere she couldn't see it. I'm like, nah, I can't do this anymore. So yeah, I feel you, man. And it's and it's crazy because she did gravitate and she still semi well, I would say in the past week I haven't really seen her grab a book. But before that, she was we you know, we have books and she would say, Book, book, and she'll go get a book, she'll sit on our lap and we'll read it together. And she loved that. And but if I if I'm not wrong, it's been a week. She hasn't really done that at all. But YouTube all day long, you know, she'll want to be on that. It's like it's like crack, you know. Yeah, I mean, he, my son loves. I mean, we've we've read books to him since day one. I mean, we'll right. at night most of the time, majority of the time, uh, we're, we're reading books. Um, but really, to like reinforce him picking up a book where it's not on some read out loud because we want to hear how you read and all that kind of stuff. It's more of read your book for fun type. Right. Get lost in a book instead of get lost in the, maybe (laughs) we can use this time to do that. (laughs) It it, it makes, all of this makes me think, and I've been thinking with this whole crisis and I was telling my girl about it. I was like, I really feel for those families that, that, that were living, are living check to check. Oh man, you know, or we're in the service industry, or you know, any anybody that that you know was a, a week or two away from you know that that's how they paid their bills, you know, as they got their money. And if they have a family and they have kids, like I, my heart goes out to them because just struggling alone financially, imagine how tough it is. And maybe I say this because maybe I'm not the I don't know maybe maybe I'm not the superhero dad, and maybe there are better parents out there that no matter what the circumstance are going to be great parents but i would imagine it's a lot harder to be to to do all these things that we talk about and be you know great examples and keep them off 
screens and, and add books and add these activities if you're under financial stress. Oh, that's a total, total different layer to it. Yeah. yeah. And with this specific crisis, man, like I can't imagine what some people are going through right now, you know, families. And, and actually, I wonder, like, there's got to be nonprofits, I would hope, that, that are trying to help, you know, families out, you know, that are in dire situations. Well, just think of like, you know, someone who works at a grocery store, for example, they have a family and they need to go be in right. the front lines and, and work and then their kids can't go to school. So, just you know, that right there is a super, super stress. You know, you, how do you take care of your kids? How do you have your, your kids at home? And then you actually have to go in or healthcare in person. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I heard some some story it has nothing to do with kids in the situation that I know of. And I don't know the full story, but it was something about it, I think it was maybe two healthcare workers that were a couple and one got sick and the other one had, you know, went into work because they needed him. And his partner, she died <sighs> while he was working. <sighs> and then he had to get a call from another, like a, you know, like a first responder to let him know and died of the, of the coronavirus. So I've heard way too many of these and it happens to be, you know, I, I know the numbers are growing and we're probably just going to continue hearing these stories more and more. Um, but it's, it's like, it's getting really close to home right now. Like I, I heard today, my, uh, my wife was mentioning like, uh, her sister's God mother, their daughter passed away. Um, she was she was fifty years old, and she passed away. At, I want to say, you know, last couple of days she passed away. I didn't know the lady, but yo, that's like, it's crazy because it's it's literally like, you know, two weeks ago, she was fine, and then in in a span of like two weeks, things just went completely south, and she couldn't make it out. And then person like more close to home, I have have a which is ridiculous to me um, just because of where it is. But in the Dominican Republic, where by the numbers, sheer numbers, the numbers are a lot more favorable than what they are in the U.S. Uh, I have another. Are they accurate, though? That's well, right. That's right. <laughs> that's the global question. Right. But but um, the, the an uncle of mine, my, my aunt's husband is <clears throat> is in an induced coma because of this wow. shit. And like, I mean, he's steadily improving slowly every day, but you don't know when you're in that state. He's got, I think he even has like a collapsed lung. Like shit is like fucked up. Am I, are, are they doing the distancing over there in DR social distancing and all that? Like, I mean, quarantine? people on the ground, like my family members, I think are now taking it more serious because there's a, a, you know, somewhere they can point to and be like, yo shit, somebody that we it know and love. Right is going through some really hard shit. Um, I, I have to, and from what I get, so I have a cousin that works in the supermarket over there, and I think that's a great kind of place to kind of be kind of like the litmus test almost. Mm. You still see people congregating there. He he, Literally what he said to me one uh, maybe last week was, people are coming to the supermarket like it's a Beyonce concert. Like oh, it's wow. that packed in the supermarket. But because they're congregating or to buy shit? I mean, to buy shit, but they're like lollygagging. It isn't like, you know, like for me, right. for instance, right? I'm in the supermarket. If I have to go there, I'm in. I'm social distancing my ass off. 
I got my handmade mask. Like I'm, and you see everybody moving kind of the same, right? It didn't sound like from what he described, like people were really moving with caution and precision to try to get shit done. It's going to take people, like either someone in their family or friends gets it to get people to, to wake up a little bit or someone that they, you know, like a celebrity or a musician or someone they look up to, to get people to, to like say, Oh shit, you know, something, this is serious type stuff. And yeah. It, well, it's funny while we're talking right now and doing the pod and I have, and this is going to turn into a question right outside my window. I hear my, all my neighbors that have kids, you know, like everybody that, you know, you want to uh, bring your kids out to get fresh air, but it's like all the kids and the parents are congregating uh, nah. in the street no and, I, and I've been, and I, me and my girl talking, I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know that that's the right thing to do, people. Nah, bro. Nah. You know, no. and um, like I'm me, doing, like I'll, I'll take do, my I'll daughter out and kind of just walk past them right quick, like yeah. distant. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we go out, we go out once a day um, for like a, a quick walk, and it's definitely keeping away from people, people coming on the sidewalk, then we're in the middle of the street or across the street, you know, that kind of thing. Definitely not. And he's got some friends who live across the street. And so they'll stand, you know, <laughs> on the street across, you know, across the street from each other and yell at each other for a little bit just to like interact. <laughs> Hello, serious. I saw some crazy shit the other day. Uh, in a parking lot, there were like four SUVs uh, with the back open, right? And they were kind of like, so basically like, the butts of the cars were kind of pointing at each other, right? So they had like a four four tr- uh, bumpers, basically. Oh, okay. Trunk each other. Pointing yeah, <laughs> trunk butting. Uh, you know, and they had decent space between them, right? Right. And then you see like four girls sitting in the backs of these SUVs, like having a conversation. And I was like, yo, that's pretty creative, but. To pull that off, like, you know, all the things you got to think about, right? Um, your parents got to coordinate, all that shit. Um, yeah. And then just in general, like, I would still be concerned because it looked like they were, like, legitimately, literally six feet apart, right? And I'm still thinking, like, yo, six feet is still too dangerous for me. Like, I don't consider yeah. six feet safe at all. If someone sneezes or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, like I said, we, us, it's been across the street or the 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 new thing seems to be these damn zoom play dates yeah yeah <laughs> so, popping yeah. right now <clears throat> so they've been like one time they had almost all the first grade class on one morning that shit was chaotic it's chaotic. <laughs> just could hear everyone going nuts but then they might some days you know it'll be like five kids all on zoom talking to each other but with his like closer friends, they've been doing like you know the one on one, yeah, FaceTime joints, that kind of stuff. Zoom yeah. stock, Zoom stock has been blowing oh, nah. up. They, they rightfully so. Yeah. Every a lot of there's a lot of tech companies emerging out of this, yeah. and that to me is the is the next like, I guess the I don't want to say the next conspiracy or the or kind of like, we're gonna come out of this a different world, you know. Just like how after 9-11, I think we might have talked about this last time, but uh, we're definitely going to be more virtually inclined to do things, more distant from each other, from social gatherings, I think. I don't think, I don't know that, the, depending on how long it takes, but the longer this takes, the more of an impact on human interaction, like physical interaction, I think will happen. 
You think and that? the closer we're going to get, yeah, and the closer, because we've already been playing with the idea and we've had movies about virtual reality and about doing everything. And, you know, even like The Sims going back to, you know, to the days where The Sims came out and is it The Sims, right? There's yeah. a virtual fucking world. Oh, yeah. 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 So I just think that the longer that this takes and the more used to people get to this, especially the youth, the tech companies are going to rise to for that. To meet that, yeah. To meet that demand and get and try AI to like, going hard and take and take advantage of it. And if you're a conspiracy theorist, and I'm a you know, not really kind of I dabble it for entertainment. You got purposes. a foot foot in the conspiracy pool. <laughs> I think that you know the the further humans are from each other and getting you know speaking to each other and kind of passing information physically to each other, um, the more controlled we can be. If it's all relayed on, you know, if we think we're just the screens give it to us. Because if you look, if you look back at everything that's talked about Big Brother and all this stuff, it was always screens all over the place telling you what Big Brother had yeah. to tell you. And what's the difference, you know? 1984. Definitely not fatherhood's uh, <laughs> subject matter. <laughs> or is it? Maybe it is because it's, it's, it's the world our kids are going to live in. I, on a lighter I, note, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I want to, I want to rebut the point. Um, okay. I, I kind of, I, I think the opposite, or at least I'm hopeful that the opposite will happen, um, okay. because we are so un, unable to be socially connected in the physical form. I'm hopeful that there is kind of that missing connection that people might have had now. We're talking about, uh, God forbid, but if we're talking about five years from now, I can see how the habit can dramatically change. But if we're talking about half a year, six-month time frame, I think people will be longing for the opportunity to, like, congregate. Like, I already hear most of my friends and myself included, we're talking about, like, yo, the, the you know, the we survived corona party is going to be lit. Like, we, we got to make that but- shit happen. But think of what you're saying. You're you're right, and I think that what's going to happen is that there's a there's a positive thing that's coming out of this, but it's the devil in the details. Like within that positive, there's a hidden, like negative implication. Is what I'm saying. Oh no, I think you we fun, I think we fundamentally and, and, change. And and going and, and sorry, Kay, because Kay's like, let's get off of this. No, nah, it's all right. <laughs> and, and, um, it's cool. And based on what you're saying, I think you're right. I think people are going to long for for those social gatherings, but I think it's going to be like. Like it's gonna distance, it's gonna be your own personal social groups. Okay. Like your friends, your friend, you're not gonna want to necessarily like people might be like, uh, maybe I I never you know I I already like got myself off of needing to go to the club, got myself off of needing to go to Disney World or whatever. Like maybe these bigger social gatherings, people are gonna be like, I could just go virtually and meet a chick. I could have done it before, but now I really could do it. Like I've learned it better and and you know it worked for me and I could just meet her and she come to the crib versus going out, you know in a traditional sense and trying to meet people and hang out with people in larger groups. I think we're going to start to isolate ourselves more and be more tribal basically is what Mm, I'm saying. I could. Okay. And when you're more tribal information is more skewed and is, you know, it it just, it lends itself to what your perspective is or what you want it to be. And then that's where you can start to get fed false information easy, more easily because people just feed it the way you want to hear it. It's a valid point. It's a very educated point, my friend. Hey, man, that's what I'm here for, fatherhood, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Just flip the script. Mm. 
Baby shark. Baby shark. All right, what are, what are we listening to? <laughs> yeah, let's actually let's talk about music, man. I think I, I think that's a that's a good thing. I've had Jay talk. Electronica on repeat. I haven't really heard anything else. But but oh really? You've yeah. been you dove into it? I've yeah, I've been really trying to give it a fair and kind of pause deep listen like really just immerse myself in that and kind of give it a feel like i I'm, I'm enjoying it um i like the the depth of the lyrical content like there's a lot of really profound things that he's talking about um i it almost now i i, I can't say that i felt that way last week this week it left me wanting more mm. uk um, I gave Jay Electronic another spin, got into it a bit more. Um, and then I've, when I'm doing work, I usually, I usually don't, I used to play music, but I, but I haven't for a long time. And then maybe last week I, I put some, some background music on while I was working again. And, um, a couple of years ago, Jake won the producer. Jake won. He uh, he did like a instrumental EP slash album. Put it out on his SoundCloud account. I think it's called Seaplanes. And um, and that one. So yeah, I pulled that one back up because it's just it's just vibes, you know, good for background stuff. So that's what I've been doing, and not really music, but also like if you got time on your hands, I read the. Uh, uh, the oral history of Cold Chillin' Records book that just mm. came out, also oh. about the Juice Crew and Cold Chillin', the label. So that was pretty dope to read. So, um, my music right now, I, I did go back and forth with Jay Electronica. I feel like I still need to go and and dissect it more and 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 all that. But what I've kind of fallen fallen back to is is some of my old playlists, and it's been like I just want to have like feel good music. Partially it's because we have my girl's grandma here and you know my daughter, so I don't want to play anything that's that's just like yeah, alienates just, them or it's, it's, yeah. or it's vulgar or anything like that. So something that's kind of neutral. And so I've been going to like my reggae '90s reggae playlist, my uh, '80s playlist, '80s like pop yeah. music, and and then sometimes I'll I'll throw on my '90s playlist of hip hop. But that's kind of like what's been on on repeat those those three playlists. I, um, on the book tip, uh, I just started a, a book called uh, "The Crack Era: The Rise, Fall, and Redemption of Kevin Childs." Is the name is huh. the name of the book. Okay. Um, so it's uh, so <laughs> so on Dribble and Dimes. I had a guest. His name was Tony Childs. Um, I had no idea. First and foremost, I didn't know about Kevin Childs. Period. Uh, but Tony started to mention his brother. So when he started to talk about him, I was like, it it ended up being like. His brother Kevin, the author of the book, is known as one of the biggest drug lords um, in New York and probably the country um, back in the eighties. And really, more than the Freeway Ricky, more no, than no, no, no. Those, I mean, big time, but not like you know. I, I assume not like a Freeway, but from the from the regional context, a big power player. Got it. Got it. Um, matter of fact, he has some Miami ties. Anyway. The book is like I can't put it down, um, and I started it a few days ago, and I'm like halfway through the thing, and this is like me. I never, 
I'm not a big reader, but when I find a good book, like I find every excuse to try to read it. So like I'm like pushing my kids to the side, like trying to find 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there to try to piece it together and, and like read it. But it's a really good, really good read. Matter of fact, physical physical book or yeah, ebook? Physical, physical. I I, oh, okay. I tried cool. the digital, not my thing. Yeah. But but the hip hop tie here is so Kevin founded uh, and is the, the head of uh, Don Diva. Mm. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, Don Diva magazine, right? Correct. All right. They don't publish anymore, right? They still, they still got a presence. And they so, were and, they? And, and but they weren't more. They were more talking about the street world versus music world. Right, but there was a yeah, lot of overlap yeah, but, with hip hop. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I know, I know, I know, but that's what I kind of looked right. at it more. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think uh, I think they ever did anything. I don't know. But um, let's make sure we put those the links to both those books. Okay. Um. So if anybody listening wants to cop them, are they up on Amazon? Is that one up on Amazon, Manny? That you know? I got it from Don Diva Global. Um, so oh, okay. Right right Don Diva. We'll put the link. Yeah, the the, the cold chilling ones on uh, on Amazon. I'm a, I'm a that one up. Yeah. I'm I'm totally a. a collector of hip-hop books and don't read them <laughs> i skim through them i'm a terrible book reader man yeah, i mean i wish i actually would like to have this one the, the physical copy just for the bookshelf but you know nothing the bookstores are closed i don't really want to i didn't want to wait for an order to come in i just want to read right. it so yeah i'm gonna I'm cop it i think i'm collecting books so that when i'm like 88 and i have my uh magnifying glass I'm just gonna go to town on those books. Right. <laughs> It'll come. Yeah, it might come sooner than later. Well, gents, it's been real. Too real. Yeah. Um, come on, guys. We got to end on an upbeat note. Was that an upbeat note? No, that was an okay <laughs> note. Well, really quick, actually, <laughs> that was before, good we, enough. before we get out of here, and I actually want to put this link also in the description. I think that our listeners. Anybody going through any financial crisis, make sure you go through the, I think they call it the CARE Act, which is the, the stimulus bill that the that Congress put through and and President Coimierda signed. Um, <laughs> and, it, and there's a lot of things in there that are, that, you know, could help you. It's at the SBA.gov, I believe, but we'll put the link. And if you're like, if you're an Uber driver, you're, you're a contractor of some sort, a real estate agent, you can get unemployment. If you have a small business, there's a lot of things, you know, it just it's worth a try. You know, I don't I'm not an expert at what they're doing and how they're doing it. But if you're struggling, it's it's definitely worth a try to to get some of that money that's put out there, because best believe somebody's getting that money. Yeah. Now, educate yourself and see if you fall in line with what the qualifications are. And um, yeah, man, go for it, because these are trying fucking times. Yeah. And anything helps. Indeed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Later, guys. Later. Later.